Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. National emergency? You want to know what a national emergency is, Gavin? It's in my pants. Ass. The following podcast contains... Now, cursing is not something that most comedians do. Sorry for cursing. I want you to stop cursing. I've been... I've been using all the wrong swear words. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you shut down the government over a mnemonic device, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, January 11th, 2019, when the walls come tumbling down edition of the show, where we take the national emergency that is neither national nor an emergency and explain it to you. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Wally the Wall Guy. When you need to keep people out or in, call Wally the Wall Guy. Wally's features barriers of all kinds, whether you're looking to keep out ravaging barbarian hordes from your western frontier or keep nosy neighbors from peeping your nude sunbathies, Wally's walls get in their way. Concrete, granite, wood, steel, mud brick, even sandburn. Wally builds them all. Act now and get a free portcullis in your wall. After all, a wall's no good if without a way to let people you want in, in. Wally the Wall Guy. It was good enough for the Soviets in East Berlin. It's good enough for you. The one thing I think we can agree on is we shouldn't shut down the government over a dispute. And you want to shut it down. I, you no, keep no, talking no, no, about no. it. The last time, Chuck, you shut it down. No, no, no. And then you opened 20 it up times. very quickly. And 20 times. I don't want to do what you did. 20 but, times Chuck. you have called for, I will shut down the government if I don't get my wool. None of us have you said You want to know something? You've said okay, it. Okay, you want to put that on my... You said it. I'll take it. Okay, okay, good. You know what I'll say? Yes. If we don't get what we want, one way or the other, whether it's through you, through a military, through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, Absolutely. fair enough. And we I am disagree. proud, and I'll we tell you disagree. what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck, because the people of this country don't want criminals and people that have lots of problems and drugs pouring into our country. So I will take the mantle. I will be the one to shut it down. I'm not going to blame you for it. The last time you shut it down, it didn't work. I will take the mantle Good. of shutting down. And I'm going to shut it down for border But we security. believe you shouldn't okay. shut it. I was a shitty liar as a kid. I, I just never had the knack for it. My sister, on the other hand, was as natural a liar as was ever born. I mean, I was in awe of it, actually. She could bald face her way out of trouble with a trembling lip and welling eyes and even when caught red-handed doing the shit, she just stood there and lied about it, and they believed her. It's a gift from God. It was. Whereas your humble pod host would be confronted with some terrible deed, and I would try to lie my way out of it, only to break when my mom would look at me with those just piercing eyes and say something. What happened? Tell me. And I would just spill my guts. It took joining the military to truly learn how effective evasions, deceptions, and denials truly could be. I was taught by a long line of shirkers, slackers, and layabouts the creed of the E4 Mafia. Admit nothing, 
deny everything, demand proof, and make counter accusations. Very impressive defense mechanisms. It is devastatingly effective technique when confronted with anything, say by a husband who heard rumors that I might have kept company with his wife during his three-month deployment. All I had to say is something along the lines of, what? No, I've never even met your wife. I mean, do you have pictures of us together? I don't know what you heard, but I heard it was this guy named Jake who was spotted out with your wife. And then the problem, the problem would just go away. But sometimes, even the most audacious of my lies wouldn't get me out of the situation because I had, in fact, been boldly, blatantly boning dude's wife. And the lie I had just told only compounded the problem, meaning that I was just about to get my ass kicked. Because sometimes, just sometimes, the consequences of your actions and your lies catch up with you. Like, you know, when you spent four years lying about building a big fucking wall on the border and how Mexico was going to pay for that wall, only to learn that most of us thought <laughs> that you were just outright lying because it was impossible, but a whole bunch of idiots thought that you were lying and now that they're insisting you build it, but you can't because you've got Nancy Pelosi's stylish yet elegant high heel lodged right in your fucking ass. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. All right. All government shutdowns are stupid. But a Trump government shutdown is stupid in its own way. And the U.S. government has shut down 21 times since 1976, beginning when President Ford vetoed a spending bill because it contained too much money for poor people. Republican, materialistic, narcissistic, and racist. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's funny, they hate poor people and they want them to die. The ensuing 20 shutdowns universally revolved around GOP, GOP issues like abortion, defense spending, Medicaid or Medicare cuts, welfare cuts, Obamacare. Each and every one of them had it in its center one or more recalcitrant Republican douchebags willing to grind the gears of government to a halt because they wanted to hurt poor, poor people more than the Democrats. I mean, remember Ted Cruz back in 2013 reading Green Eggs and Ham? And I love this story, and so I'm going to read it to you. Sam, I am. That Sam, I am. That Sam, I am. I do not like that Sam, I am. Do you like Green Eggs and Ham? No, Ted, we don't, and we don't like you either. We think you're a reptiloid. But this shutdown, the Trump shutdown, takes all the stupidity of all the previous shutdowns, ran them through some sort of spatial stupidity construction reactor, and condensed them to the purest form of idiocy. This humble, humble podcast host has ever had the disgust and revulsion to witness. This is truly a monumental dissertation on incompetence that marks the matriculation from your bumbling jackassery to full-blown circle jerkery. These apprentice idiots receive a diploma of idiocy. As of this recording... The government of the United States has been partially shut down for 21 days, which, and seeing as Congress has gone home for the weekend, it will stay closed through the weekend, meaning it is the longest shutdown in U.S. history. <laughs> 21 days, 23 days, you know, in Trump-adjusted time. That's centuries to you and me. Significant portions of the government are either not running at all, or this is just fucking delightful. They're working, but they're not getting paid. All of this because Donnie didn't get his fucking wall. 
On December 21st of last year, the current continuing resolution, which a continuing resolution is in its elemental form of a legislative branch of the government saying, we can't actually figure out on an actual budget for the government, so here's this old budget that we're just going to keep using over and over again. Legally, all funding properly known as appropriations bills are required to be passed and signed by October 1st of every year. This never happens. No, I mean, really, it never happens. It, it hasn't happened since. Uh, <laughs> well, let me quote from the Peter J. Peterson. Yeah, that's a real foundation website. Quote, missing the October 1st deadline to enact all 12 appropriations bills is not unusual. In fact, that deadline has not been fully met since 1997. Instead, lawmakers have come to rely heavily on CRs, temporary imperfect solutions that avoid the difficult but necessary work of allocating funding. Lawmakers often enact multiple CRs in a fiscal year before deciding on full year funding levels. From appropriations for fiscal, fiscal year 1998 through today, 116 continuing resolutions have been enacted. This is insane. The House has passed, and the Senate unanimously passed another continuing resolution to keep the government open through February prior to the deadline, kicking the perpetual motion can down the road until February, but the bill lacked any funding for President Man Baby's precious fucking border wall, and he decided right out he wasn't going to sign it. I won't, and you can't make me. I'm not afraid of you. This caused the CR to go back to the still Republican-controlled House at the time, who passed another CR containing Donkey Donnie Dicky Fingers wall money, which they could have done at any time for the past two fucking years. But the Senate refused to take it up, since the GOP couldn't break the filibuster, and so the government went into partial shutdown. And this is only... Okay, here we go. The short, short version. Most Americans agree, and anyone with half a brain can see, the government shutdown is because of one person and one person only. The current occupant of the Oval Office, Individual One. He manufactured this situation and refuses to turn off the moron, moron taps to shut down the stupid flow. Why did he do this? What does that chump want? Well, you see, he was about to sign off on the CR until the shitburgerine of the lunatic fringe got their fucking knickers in a twist because there was no money for the wall. And they knew Nancy Pelosi was never going to give him a single goddamn dime once she took the speaker's gavel in January. And they started speaking to the orange ball of hate via their direct line to his tiny brain, Fox and Friends. From a December 20th article in the Washington Post, quote, some have suggested that he bowed to the backlash from high-profile conservative pundits, notably Ann Coulter and Rush Limbaugh, who lambasted the president for appealing to concede on the wall funding. On his radio show Wednesday, Limbaugh said the president was getting ready to cave on the money for the wall in the budget. It's a textbook example of what the drive-by media calls compromise, Limbaugh said. Trump gets nothing and the Democrats get everything, including control of the House. Coulter, during a podcast on The Daily Caller, said, Trump's White House would become a joke presidency that scammed the American people while actually agreeing with something Ann Coulter said because that's what it's been all along. Sorry, going back to the article now. If he didn't build the wall, adding that he'll have no legacy whatsoever. Fox News's Laura Ingram added Wednesday, not funding the wall will go down as one of the worst, worst things to happen to this administration. Forget Mueller. The wall, the wall, the wall has to be built. On Fox and Friends, Steve Ducey chimed in saying, if there's not a shutdown, he's going to look like a loser. Fuck these people. The fucking dumbest, most corrupt, hate-mongering shitbags on the entire conservative movement 
are the real reason 800,000 government employees ain't getting paid and the American people are not being served by their government. Their ass ought to be sued, or better yet, we put them on an ice floe, set them out to sea, watch them slowly starve from a fucking satellite, and eat one another. And because the president is a, is a fucking moron, and these shitbergs speak for the morons that comprise the morons' base, he fucking decided to make his stand now or never, and it's looking like it's gonna be never. All of this over a wall that will not work, and only dipshits want. The fucking wall. The resounding call of the 2016 MAGA chub, who were told by the orange puffy hate that he would build it a wall, and Mexico would pay for it. A big, beautiful concrete structure running from Brownsville, Texas, all the way to San Diego on the Pacific. 30 feet high and impassable to everyone. Wait, Dad! What about the ladder? Shut up! This was before anything else the cornerstone of his campaign. And for two years, he and his party controlled the entire fucking government from the White House to the Capitol all the way to the Supreme Court. They possessed the power to build his big, beautiful Mexican finance wall and did nothing. Oh, sure, the Senate could filibuster some of the funding, but there were trades to be made, deals to be struck, and yet not one single inch of wall has been allocated for, planned out, or much less built. Come to find out the wall was never actually, you know, a wall. It was the way the campaign developed to remind Donnie Dementia to talk about fucking hate-mongering immigration during the campaign. The wall was an idea. It was never a physical structure. Except, except, except in the hearts and minds of the fucking dullards who voted for him. The U.S.-Mexico border stretches some 2,000 miles. The vast majority of it through uninhabited country consisted of mountains and deserts. Certain points of the border already have fencing, mostly clustered around population centers like El Paso and San Diego, over 500 miles in total. And ask anyone who lives or works near those fences, and they will tell you unequivocally, Damn, that shit doesn't work. People cross the walls and fences regularly. Indeed, they exist not to prevent people from crossing, but to slow them down so the Border Patrol can catch them, because that is the purpose of all walls, to slow people down. I was in the military. We guarded nuclear weapons. We had fences and wires and sensors. None of it could stop anybody from getting to the nukes, but it would let us get to them before they got to the nukes. The entire pretext of the wall is bullshit. It always has been and always will be. The administration says it needs a wall to stop drugs, but the, its own government admits that the drugs are brought through legal crossings and ports, not through the vast tracts of desert on cantaloupe leg fucking drug mules. They will say the wall starts, stops crime, but cities and towns along the border, small and large, have significantly less crime than any other place in the United States. They say it's a humanitarian crisis, but crossings of the border are an all-time low, and the only crisis that exists is where the administration ripped children screaming from their parents' arms. Everything they say about the wall is a lie. Everyone knows they are lying, even the shitheads who voted for him. The wall is nothing more than a symbol of racism and hate to ease the raw, chafed, assholes of the minority of Americans who think that immigration is some kind of existential threat. And to those people and their assholes, might I suggest a soothing cream. Preparation H does feel good on the whole. 800,000 government employees are not being 
paid for their work. 420,000 are actually required to show up to work and not be paid. Is that legal? Yeah, apparently it is. And you know the people that are being forced to work without pay? You might be concerned about that. Air traffic controllers. You know, the folks that keep the planes from crashing into each other when they're trying to take off and land. Yeah, they're, they're not getting any money. They got a paycheck that read a zero today. The TSA agents. <laughs> TSA is a fucking joke. But right now, that joke is working and not being paid, which let me tell you is not going to make that joke one more one more attentive in the world. They're not cops who used to be fucked over. They get paid $15 an hour to do a boring ass job. They're paid shit for that shitty job. And now they're not even getting that shitty paycheck for that shitty job, shitty job. So the corpse of Osama bin Laden could amble on a plane munching on a uh, munching on someone's brain right now. And they're not going to fucking care. Your FDA food inspectors, those guys aren't at work. Remember that killer romaine lettuce outbreak we had a few months ago? Well, you know what? If I was you, I would start eating your cache of canned food because right now, no food is being checked for ass germs at all. Oh, you know what? Your taxes are coming up. You might want to you know, get an early start on those, but you can't. The IRS is closed, so you're not getting a refund. Oh, I know. I know you're thinking to yourself, oh, Dave, come on. Most of these guys are going to get back pay, and they probably will. But, you know, they're, now they're just on vacation. They're sitting home doing nothing for no food to, or no money to pay the rent. But they can still go and, like, do fun things. Like, maybe go to a museum or the national park. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> they can't do that anymore. I mean, the parks had been left open, but they were filled up with trash and human shit for two weeks. Literally trash and human shit. Also, metaphorically, because a bunch of human shit went out to a lot of the parks and fucked them up by, like, cutting down the Joshua trees, which are going to be gone within the next 50 years. Yeah, that kind of shit, human shit. Hey, oh, let's talk about food stamps. I know that a lot of people don't like to talk about food stamps because they think that people on food stamps are, like, immoral and, you know, have 800 babies. But you know what? Those 800 babies aren't getting paid because no one's going to send out fucking food stamps. Hey, I know, I know, a lot of you, you're good people and you've worked really hard and maybe you want to buy a home for the first time and you've got to process your loan paperwork through housing and urban development or your VA, but you can't because they're not at work. Oh, 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 hey, here's another thing. Maybe, maybe you're a rich fuck and you want to take your expensive fucking yacht out on the ocean in the middle of winter in the face of fucking storms. Guess what? The Coast Guard isn't getting paid. So yeah, they might show up to save your rich ass from your sinking yacht in a fucking winter storm on Lake Erie. They're probably not going to rush because they're not getting paid. Oh my God. This whole thing affects just so many people, but it hurts the poor people the worst. Like the Native Americans who depend on medical treatment on the reservation that the government paid for and promised them through numerous treaties after, you know, they killed all their people and stole all their land. But now they're not even getting that minuscule recompense because the government is shut down. And also... The fucking people that are hurting the worst. There's all these people out there, the janitorial staffs that clean thousands of government buildings all over this fucking country that are making, they're not making fat bank, but you know what? Now they're not making anything at all. 
and they're sitting at home wondering how they're going to pay the rent, how to buy food for their kids or pay a tuition bill or make an insurance payment. And you don't want to know what their fucking government is telling them. The Office of Personnel Management run by the Trump administration, which is responsible for taking care of all the people that work for the government. You don't want to know what they're telling them to do about their rent. Barter for it. My landlord's supposed to show up here any time. If I go, well, hey, uh, I've got these D&D books that are worth a lot to me. You could take these in lieu of my rent, and then when I get paid, I'll give you the money, and you give me back the books. You know what she'd do? Fucking shove those books right up my ass. And those are the lucky ones because the contract, the contractors who were fucking working for the government, the, 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 all the government employees, they're going to get their money back. Eventually, they pass the bill, and Trump will sign it. But the contractors that work for the government are not going to see a dime for the fucking three weeks that they didn't fucking work. And if there's one thing that Trump knows how to do, it's how to screw over a contractor. So now, now we're just left to ask. How's the story end? Badly for everyone. This could be over. Or at least mostly over right now if Mitch fucking McConnell would do his fucking job. The House has passed several bills to fund the government, or at least parts of it, and McConnell refuses to put them up for a vote, even knowing they would pass because I don't know. He says it's because Trump won't sign them, even though he knows fucking knows damn well Congress has the power to and the votes to override his veto and open the government tomorrow. McConnell is covering for a flaccid limp dick crotch goblin who has shut down the entire fucking government over a temper tantrum and is now too stupid or fucking senile to know how to get out of it. Well, that's not entirely true. There is one last card President Dumpy Diaper can play. He says he can get it done by declaring a national emergency. What does that even mean? He thinks he could just wave his hand and say, we're in a national emergency, and then magically have the military go down and build him his big fucking beautiful wall. And no one seems to be telling him. I don't think it means what you think it means. Because even if he uses his real and lawful authority to falsely state there is a state of national emergency on the border and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers break ground on his wall tomorrow, the Corps of Engineers is going to turn around and tell him, That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Because Congress still has to appropriate the money for the national emergency to build said wall. If they were to say, take the money they found in the Pentagon couch cushions, enough to build the wall fully three times over, and tried to use it to build the wall, they would be, in fact, violating a federal law. From JustSecurity.org, quote, The Constitution requires that no money shall be drawn from the Treasury, but in consequence of appropriations made by law. This requirement is reaffirmed in the Anti-Deficiency Act, the ADA, which states that government employees may not make or authorize an expenditure or obligation exceeding an amount available in an appropriation or fund for the expenditure or obligation. Any action by an executive branch agency necessarily requires funding, at the very least, the salary paid to the individual carrying that action out. Currently, Congress has not provided funding to build a border wall, meaning that any attempt by a Trump administration to do so would result in serious legal consequences. When a government employee violates the ADA, the head of the agency is required to submit a report to the president and Congress detailing the violations and the actions taken. The ADA specifies that individuals that violate the law are subject to administrative discipline, including 
suspension from duty without pay or removable office. For knowing and willful violations, there are criminal penalties, including up to two years in prison. Listen, we've got to tell the president that something someone surely has told President Dipshit this. I mean, if I know it, how the fuck can the White House not know this? I'm a dude in a car lot in Queens. There must be one person in the White House with an eighth grade reading level and access to fucking Google. Don't be so sure. God, that's true. Because the eighth grade reading level thing is a super fucking challenge and the government probably hasn't paid their cable bill either. Just like they haven't paid their water bill to the District of Columbia, who is actually pondering whether or not they can shut off the water to all the government buildings, including the White House. And this stupidity, this looming constitutional crisis, our, I think, 30th of the year, and it's only the 12th day of the year, is based entirely and completely on lies told and repeated over and over again until it no longer matters they are lies it only matters that donnie win or can lie about winning to the less than 30 percent of the american people who will follow him into the shit pits of a national park wearing a maga hat and a gap tooth grin like the drooling dipshits they all are look i am all for lies but not for stupid lies. And this shutdown, this entire administration is nothing but one stupid lie after another, an endless litany of untruths all designed to appease the small segment of this nation that will support this administration no matter how much damage it does to the country or even to them personally. One fucking MAGA chud in Florida literally told the New York Times that they're disappointed in Trump because he was hurting the wrong people. You know, he was hurting white people. Fucking white people. These fucking people will never admit they were wrong. They will deny reality, demand we prove what anyone can plainly see to be true, and then accuse us of being the ones who are fucking things up. They have taken the pure creed of my youth and perverted it into an ethos that is fucking over innocent people, and it has to stop, and it has to stop now. So let me make this modest proposal. If Trump and the vapid shit stains that comprise his base want a wall so badly, let's give them a wall. Let's clear out Kansas. I'm going to do the Carlin thing. I'm serious about this. I'm doing the Carlin thing. We build a huge fucking wall around Kansas. And we tell Trump, his shitty children, his cabinet, and the 30-odd percent of Americans that follow him no matter what... That this is an America first zone where Jesus, guns, and the flag are put first every day and there are no scary or black brown people that won't be there. They'll never bother them. And the drugs that get in there will never kill them. And they can eat mayonnaise and white bread anytime they want and no one will laugh at them. And we watch these mouth breathers fucking jam in there like an overcrowded subway. And then, and then we close the fucking gate behind them and hang the key on a post just outside the gate and we leave. There is literally nothing or no one we can't live without. And I include a healthy chunk of my family when I say that. I am tired of being held hostage by the stupidest amongst us. Let them live in their own fucking filth for a while without having the rest of us come along and clean the metaphorical park shitters of this nation and see how that fucking works out for them. 
on Oops the Podcast. Join me, comedian Julio Gallarotti, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops for its sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. That is it for our show this week. What the fuck, man? I know I say what the fuck a lot, but what the fuck, man? We literally need to invent a new word for stupid here. Something to encompass the intransient mass of morons who keep this turd floating in our bowl, no matter how many times we flush. Speaking of trying to flush the crap, rate and review this crap wherever you get your podcast. It'll give everyone else a chance to hear me grunt and strain out an episode like a fat man in a handicap stall. I didn't need to hear that. Follow my brain constipation on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast and all of the shows are backed up. See, I made a pun there. At the show name on SoundCloud and www.whatthehellpodcast.com. For me, Dave Smooth Move Bledsoe, producer Occasional Irregularity Gavin, and all the fictional floaters on the show, we want to say some people just ain't no damn good. You can't trust them, can't love them, but you can wall them off in Kansas and trap them in there so they won't bother us anymore. We'll see you all next week. I have no ending for this, so I take a small bow.